Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and this is episode number 471. What's on tap for you today? Zig Ziggler on stage with a compelling message on the power of reaching out to others for two reasons. One, to go beyond just caring for yourself so you can care for others. And two, what happens for you when you do so? One thing is others reach out to help you. We have more and more people today who have great hearts, great things to offer, but they feel alone, isolated, unsupported, and in many ways stuck. If that's you, you're going to want to hear this message. Or if you know someone else who may feel this way, send this show to them. Or maybe you are helping others and getting helped. This will inspire and be confirming to you and spur you to do more. So here we go. what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. You cannot become what you need to be by remaining what you are. If you can't take a huge step to begin with, take as big a step as you can, but take it now. That's the key. Take it now. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Today is a brand new day, and it's yours. Before we get into today's show, I want to tell you about two new podcasts. One I announced last week. It's Lead X. In Ziegler's show, episode 378, we interviewed New York Times bestselling author Kevin Cruz, whose book, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. It significantly changed the way that I work. Well, he's launched a new podcast, Lead X, where he gets top leadership experts, CEOs, and entrepreneurs to reveal their biggest failures and give actionable advice that you can apply right away. If you want to accelerate your career and reach your full potential, the Lead X show helps you stand out and get ahead. Subscribe to the Lead X show in Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Lead X is a great way to start your day. Another new show is called Outside the Box. If you're a maker, a doer, an innovator, or even just a consumer who wants to get a peek behind the curtain of some of the world's greatest organizations, you should check this show out. The first episode features conversations with presidents and CEOs from organizations like the World Wildlife Fund, Feeding America, and more. You can expect new episodes about things like corporate culture in the 21st century and inventive approaches to business with great insight from some of the brightest minds in the nation. Listen and subscribe to Outside the Box in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And folks, uh, speaking of podcasts, if you have not listened to The Ziegler Show episode 470 with Dr. Emerson Igerich titled, When Love is Not the Answer, please do yourself a favor. If you are a man or a woman with a heartbeat and any desire to have vibrant, rewarding, intimate relationships, this is a must-listen-to show. Also, show number 468 titled Create Your Culture, we interviewed Dina Dwyer Owens, Tom Ziegler and I did. Uh, she's of the, mil the billion-dollar Dwyer Group, 
That's gotten over 30,000 downloads in just over two weeks. She obviously hit a nerve with that message. And with any of these shows, if you get value, please let a friend or a hundred know. Please spread this message of Ziggler. Okay, hey, we're going to dive into Zig's message to us today. It's only about seven minutes, then we'll spend a, a brief time honing in on three specific points he gives us. Here then is Zig Ziglar. When I was a teenager, I wanted to get in the Naval Air Corps. It was my dream. World War II was going on. I lived in Yazoo City, Mississippi. I want to get in the Naval Air Corps. I wanted to fly those airplanes, shoot down the enemy, you know. Come home, a conquering hero. Have a ticker tape parade in Yazoo City, Mississippi. That was my dream. Now, I knew that I had a basic problem. Number one, my grades had not been the best in school. As a matter of fact, I was in that part of the class which made the upper half possible, if, if you know what I mean. But between my junior and senior year, I decided I was going to take the summer and go to summer school and pick up some extra math and some extra science so I would be prepared uh, better to maybe get in the Naval Air Corps. Well, the first day of class, I had to take a course in American history in order to get my high school diploma. Just gripe me no end. Why should I take this course in history? What good is it going to do me to know what happened 100 years ago, 200 years ago? I want to take some math and science so I can learn how to fly those airplanes and shoot down the enemy, win the war, come back home a hero. But I had no choice. They said, you take the class in order to graduate. No high school graduation certificate, no Naval Air Corps. So I walked in that history class that first day with a chip on my shoulder, which is a pretty fair indication of some wood up above. I sat there and I thought to myself, well, I'm going to get enough out of this to pass, and that'll be the, that'll be the end of anything i got to do with history. Coach Joby Harris was the teacher, and he threw me a curve. He turned salesman that day, and what a magnificent sales job he did. I mean, uh, he sold us on why I had to know my history. I walked out of there that day a history major, and it was the only course I consistently made A's in for the rest of my academic career. Today, my favorite subject is history. The best book I've read in the last 25 years is a history book. The Light and the Glory, written by David Manuel and Peter Marshall, Jr. Oh, it reads like a novel. It gives you the real story of America, what really happened, and it's the most carefully documented and researched edition of anything I have seen. Oh, it was a good book. I was a history major. But Coach Harris did something else that day. He turned to be a prophet way ahead of his time. It's 1943. He said, those of you who have an ability which goes beyond just providing for your own needs have a responsibility and an opportunity to reach down uh, and lift up those people who do not have that same ability and opportunity. And then he finished it by saying, as a matter of fact, if we don't reach down and help others up, the day is going to come when by sheer weight of numbers... They're going to reach up and pull us down. That's exactly, folks, what is happening and has already happened. Standard of living, educational levels, I mean the whole smear. 
Our I Can course, which is taught in so many schools, is a direct result of that. And the financial uh, cost has been substantial on our part. And yet I believe it's one of the most important things we have ever done. I see youngsters today that tell me 15 or 10 years ago, I took the course, let me tell you what happened. Uh, The work I've been doing in the drug war and in the prisons and churches and other places is a direct result of what Coach Joby Harris said uh, in that history class to me. You can affect people. And you never know how many people that one is going to affect. Now, the interesting thing, at least to me, is this. When Coach Joby Harris was a youngster, he was a Boy Scout. His uh, Boy Scout master, who also was the first Scout master and Scout official in the state of Mississippi, was a gentleman named Thomas B. Abernathy. Mr. Abernathy, for whatever reason, took an unusual interest in Joby Harris. Now, Joby Harris had a father. But Mr. Abernathy became another, a second father, a mentor to Taught him all about scouting, but he also taught him a lot of other things. Now, Mr. Abernathy had four children, had three daughters and a son. His youngest daughter is a girl named Jean. And Jean Abernathy has been Mrs. Zig Ziglar since 1946. There's no way on earth Mr. Abernathy could ever have known that when he was spending the time influencing Joby Harris, that he was teaching the boy who would become the man who would have such an impact on his future son-in-law, the father of his obviously as of yet unborn grandchildren. I mean, you never know what's going to happen uh, when you do something for somebody else. But the story's not over. World War II uh, was winding down. They decided not to uh, continue the flight training. I never even got to flight training. I was still in the college uh, portion of it. And the war ended, of course, and then I, I never got into the Naval Air Corps. Never got into the flying part. But if your son or daughter were to go to Corpus Christi today and become uh, a naval aviator, one of the courses they would take would be our business development course, See You at the Top, which all instructors are required to take before they can train the young pilots. We never know. The influence you have today, the good you do today, is going to live and live and keep on living. Your attitude, ladies and gentlemen, affects your relationship with your people, and it also affects their income. The way you see them determines how you treat them. The way you treat them has a direct bearing on their performance. Well, Zig leads off telling a story about a teacher who inspired him, a coach actually. And I want to dig in for a moment in this climactic statement that he makes as he gets into it. Right after I let you know about two really great services. First, to all my fellow food lovers in the Ziggler Show audience, Blue Apron. You know I'm a huge fan. Yesterday, last night actually, my family got our weekly Blue Apron delivery. My 17-year-old daughter Eliza skipped her beloved summer cross-country practice to stay home and cook, God love her. And we just set the kitchen ablaze with awesome food. Actually, she almost did set the place on fire because she forgot about the asparagus baking in there and she totally crisped it. But outside of that, uh, we made catfish almondine with uh, roasted, actually charred asparagus in our case, and rice. And chicken parmesan with summer squash and cheesy garlic breadsticks. 
The fish absolutely won the vote for best item amongst the family. And again, we're a family of great cooks, admittedly, but we love trying new things and cooking new recipes. Blue Apron advertises also that it comes out to less than 10 bucks per meal. But for 64 bucks for two family meals, we fed eight and had leftovers that I brought to my office for lunch today. So it's really affordable as well as being incredibly natural food delivered right to the doorstep. Uh, so springtime, great time to hit the reset button and retackle personal goals like getting fit, cleaning, and cooking. You can customize your recipes based on your preferences and select a delivery option that's right for you. Plus, there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Some of the meal meals available in June include warm smoked trout and asparagus salad with fingerling potatoes and garlic croutons, spiced zucchini enchiladas with creamy lime and tomato rice, Elote-style vegetable tostadas with summer squash, poblano peppers, and cilantro rice. Peach honey glazed chicken with mashed sweet potatoes, collard greens, and Thai basil. All those recipes we will be cooking at the Miller household. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Ziggler. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Ziggler. Blue Apron is just a better way to cook. Next is Legal Zoom. In order to successfully run your own business, very critical, and yet the word detail is seldom used by entrepreneurs and business owners who are running and gunning to grow and maintain their businesses, like me. Do what you do best and leave the details to those who do them best, like Legal Zoom. You know that one contract slip up or legal misunderstanding can really set you back. Over a million Americans have used LegalZoom to start their businesses, but LegalZoom's services go well beyond business formation. They built a nationwide network of independent attorneys who can provide legal answers to the day-to-day questions you have about your business. Things like trademarks and employment laws and lease agreements can get really complicated, so don't waste your valuable time trying to wrap your head around all the fine print. Use LegalZoom for that. So you can focus on growing your business instead. You'll get the legal help you need without being billed by the hour since LegalZoom isn't a law firm. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Enter the code Ziggler in the referral box for special savings. Again, LegalZoom.com. Enter the code Ziggler. Okay. So Zig's teacher coach told him, and we're going to hone in on this. Those of you who have an ability which goes beyond just providing for your own needs have a responsibility and opportunity to reach down and lift up those people who do not have the same ability and opportunity. So right there, wow. I mean, do any of us want to say that we don't have the ability to go beyond just providing for our own needs? And I'm certain that no one listening right now wants that. But what does it really mean to go beyond your own needs. So is that volunteering at a homeless shelter? Well, sure. That could be part of that. Is it giving money to charity? Uh, Sure. That's, that's good as well. But is Zig only talking here about altruistic, you know, nice Christian things. Let's look at Zig himself. He worked his way out of poverty, learned a skill selling with that skill. He achieved a really good level of income, a, a good living for himself and his family. As he was able to go beyond just providing for himself, he began pushing more into personal development to become the Zig Ziglar you know of today. 
He published his first book, See You at the Top. That's really what launched, again, the zig that we all know today, when he was just shy of 50 years old. He then devoted his life to lifting people up because he felt called to, because he, he believed it was the right thing to do. And he made millions. And I'd submit that he made far more revenue and achieved far greater success overall in, in life in this devotion to lift others up than if he had stayed focused on the sales profession alone. And let me go further. If you could have success in your life, vocationally and financially, in your career, in your work, in your business, would you rather do it from being engaged in any, just any old job or by being engaged in a vocation where you are using your gifts, talents, and abilities to lift others up? Well, I'll wager that 99.99% of you listening would choose the latter. And statistically, you'll have far greater success being engaged in something that is truly fulfilling to you. And statistically, where do we find the most uh, fulfillment, the most purpose? When we matter to other people, when we are helping and serving others. So sure, volunteer at the soup kitchen, absolutely. But your best serving and lifting up of others may come at the other end of you offering a great product and service and message out of your skills, giftings, and talents and receiving significant financial compensation. So I ask you to not box Zig's message in just pure altruism. Why? Well, honestly, because he didn't, he was always so open and vocal about I, I, that. He loves what he does. He would do it for free, but he's also happy to make money. And he said, it's not everything, but it's just really close to uh, water and, and oxygen. And he would laugh, but he talks about that. If you've listened to Zig, he says, I like nice clothes. I like my Cadillac. I like a nice home. I like those things that money can afford. And yet he is cited as one of the people who lifted up more people than nearly anyone else on the planet. So as you hear that term, I'm just, I think some people get overwhelmed thinking, oh, I'd love to do the right thing, but I'm so caught up in the day to day and in the survival. And he's saying, I understand both. Let's do both of those things. And as you progress, as you have abundance, as you are lifted up, you can lift others up as well. It is both. Well, second, he cites how that teacher, that coach was one of the people in his life that lifted him up. And many people are aware because Zig mentioned it often that he had a wall of fame in his office, framed photographs, literal of 20 some odd people who have massively affected, impacted his life for the better. So I first me, Kevin Miller visited the Ziegler headquarters. It was the summer of 2012 when I came to be a presenter for them. I was talking on the topic of self-employment. The first thing I saw on the left side of the wall in the hallway coming in was that wall of fame. There it is. I'd heard about it for years. There it was literal pictures of these faces, some of them black and white. It was this monument to the people who had lifted a hand uh, or you know, reached the hand and uh, down to Zig and lifted him up. Well, moments later, I met Zig face to face and got to spend the day with him. What I found was the absolute testimony to that wall a man of dramatic gratitude. He was a lifetime student and he was a lifetime uh, gratitude filled person for the people who had given to him in his life. But here's a really important piece to not miss. 
Zig did not just get lucky in having these people reach into his life. He wasn't just some average Joe out there and just happened to have these people come along saying, Hey buddy, I'd like to help you. These people, uh, they didn't reach out from nowhere. They were able to reach in because he reached out. He showed up. They didn't come banging on his door. It's only going to come that type of attention from intentionality. We've got to risk some effort and maybe discomfort, you know, no, no pain, no gain. Uh, the people destined to give you a massive hand up, they're out there waiting, willing, but possibly, probably unknowing of you. So if you feel alone and isolated and unsupported, the only possible answer is to go get out, get exposed to people, to a person. Now I'm admittedly, I'm not a super social guy who likes to go to events and try to connect with folks. I actually really don't like those type of things. If you are awesome, please do that. I tend to find specific people and I tactfully work to connect with them individually or through a mutual connection. But I'll tell you folks, I have to make an effort based on my motive to help and be helped because left to myself, I will be left to myself. I I like my solitude. I don't want to go out often. And and sometimes, unfortunately, uh, there's a movie by Jim Carrey called Yes Man. Uh, We actually own it. And uh, part of it is saying yes to life so that experiences open you up and expose you to good things as well. I can be a great no man. I know that about myself. My wife has to prod me uh, sometimes. Matter of fact, she's on her way over here right now to uh, take me out to a social engagement that we're going to go out to together. So I, I have to be intentional. So if that's not, if you feel like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable, I know, I know. But uh, what do you want? What, what do you want as an end result? And we've got to do the things that will make it possible. Okay. Third and final point that Zig makes here. He says, you never know what's going to happen when you do something for somebody else. Coach Joby Harris, who he referenced here, he was interested. He took interest in a young Zig Ziglar to lend a hand, to reach down with his abundance and lift somebody up. And he ended up with an amazing son-in-law. Can you imagine having Zig Ziglar as your son-in-law? I mean, we really do reap what we sow. We do get what we give. Do you want more? Well, give more. If you don't feel you have much abundance to give of, just give something over and over and over. Zig said the influence, the influence you give today, the good you do today is going to live and live and keep on living. So if you think of it as planting seeds, If you plant a seed of reaching out to lift others up every day, just one seed a day in a little way, it may not even seem that significant to you, but at the month, at the end of the month, you've, you've planted 30 seeds, the chances of just one of them sprouting in a way that tangibly specifically benefits you is amazing. Now, who knows what benefit you've given to those people that you planted a seed with go with that. I mean, that's who knows where that's going to end up for them and them alone. But what are the chances of it coming back to help you? Well, Zig says they are, actually, he says they're absolute. They're going to. Now, will it happen right away? Will it be six months from now? But so many people today can't imagine one good break happening for them. One person reaching out to lift them up. They've got to increase your odds. They've got to increase their odds. You've got to increase your odds. I've got to increase my odds. Planting a seed every day. I mean, shoot, plant one per week. 
That's four per month. That's better than the average, which is nothing. So we lift to be lifted or as in some of our current shows where we've talked about doing good to others, what it just does for us right then and there, if nothing happens for that person, what it does for us and our psyche for the reprogramming programming of our brain for the positive, that right there is immediate payoff. It pays off planting those seeds, lifting other people's people up as Zig would say, and we'll end with this. You know, this quote, you can say it with me. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Folks, thanks for being with me as we walk together, inspiring our true performance. I look forward to being with you on the next Ziggler Show. Ziggler.